Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to invite you to join our free Facebook group, the Creative Agency Clique. We live stream weekly trainings on tactics that will help you simplify and scale your agency. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash FP to join. And now for the show. Niching is a big part of allowing yourself and your agency to be the obvious choice for clients and being able to differentiate yourself in the market and allowing for your prospects and your potential clients, your soulmate clients, to feel more safe and comfortable to be able to work with you. And a niche is understanding, and it can be a couple of different things. It could be an industry, it can be service, and it can be a geographic area. And in an ideal world, you want to have a combination of two of those, typically speaking, being an industry and a service. It allows for you to be able to differentiate yourself quite well in your market and being able to elevate your agency, being able to increase your fees, being able to operate better, being able to do a lot of things that allow for you to be a top performing agency. I know I've spoken about eight being and selecting a niche before in this podcast. But I wanted to talk about it in a little bit more of a detailed way that allows for you to be able to do a couple of things and allows for you to be able to have an understanding of how to go about selecting a niche and what to be able to to, how to go about doing this. So this topic is one of the foundational elements of being able to really differentiate yourself and one of the foundational elements in being a truly successful agency. So I've seen looking at statistical data and looking at agencies that I work with personally as well, the ones that are niche specific are the ones that are the top performing in an average hourly earning or the agency essentially effective rate and the most profitable as well as not having the agency being as reliant on the agency owner. It allows for, and I imagine for many of you, having an agency that isn't in a place that has you really the core focus of everything that's being done and not having to actually be so directly involved in everything that is being done within your agency, having higher profits, being able to convert better and easier is the ideal. And I know that there's so many agencies, especially ones that are in the six to seven figure range, that really struggle being able to identify who they want to be working with, being able to attract the right clients. And when you're working with the wrong people, and you're not able to differentiate yourself, it can essentially be a race to the bottom, and not really being able to allow you to be able to grow effectively, grow with intent, and being able to have the profitability that you're really looking for, and for your business to become a source of freedom, rather than a source of stress, a source of anxiety for yourself. So I wanted to dig a little bit deeper in this episode with you all today, and how to go about actually identifying that niche and how to make sure that it is the right one. So let's talk in broad strokes about the process by which and then we'll dig a little bit deeper on each. The first thing that you want to do is understand who you really enjoy working with. I fundamentally believe that 
if you are passionate about what you do and passionate about the industry that you serve, you're able to be more effective and being able to help them more. And you're able to monetize what it is that you're really passionate about. And then it be, it's able to transform your agency. Essentially, and I know that so many people talk about this, but if you do what you love, then you never really have to work a day in your life. And that is really a goal for so many people, but one that doesn't tend to be accomplished very often. So first, you want to start with what it is that you are really passionate about. Then we want to make sure that that particular industry is actually growing and that there's enough of them and that you're really going to be able to service them well. So let's talk about that in the process by which I would suggest that you actually go about this. So I want you to spend some time actually thinking about who it is that you enjoy working with. And you may have heard me talk about this in my own journey of figuring out what I wanted to do for my own business, but I would suggest for you that you do something similar and taking a quiet place and a sheet of paper or an iPad or something that you can write with and just start writing down all the different industries and people that you enjoy working with. There's no wrong answer here. Just start identifying and start writing down anything that comes to mind because we're not gonna, we're gonna start to be able to whittle down from here. So just spend the time, spend an hour or two just writing down every industry that comes to mind, one that you're interested in, one that excites you, one ones that you've worked with in the past that you have that experience around. And you can even start looking at, you know, who have been your best clients that you've worked with in the past, the ones that you've had the best results for as well, allowing for you to be able to identify that a little bit better and start being able to, at that point, once you have that full list built out, you can then start to break that down a little bit. So then by process of elimination, you're going to go through and just remove the ones that you're not quite as excited about. And get that list to about three to five different industries of who you could be potentially working with. And then from there, we can start to identify a little bit more about this. So from here, we're going to start to qualify that particular industry and make sure that they are the right ones. So the first thing I want you to do is just identify whether that industry of the three to five that you've identified, whether that industry is still growing and whether it's actually staying up with the global average and being in a at least 9% a year. So you can utilize Google, you can utilize information online that's going to tell you how much that industry is actually growing year by year in, in business volume and revenue allowing for you to have an understanding. And the idea here is that you want to make sure that that industry is actually going to be more relevant in five to 10 years than it is today. And unless you have a crystal ball, which I do not, unfortunately, you can use this information of how much that industry is actually growing. But if it's not growing with the global average, then realistically speaking, that industry is shrinking. So you need to make sure that that industry is actually going to, as I mentioned, be more relevant in the future than it is today. So make sure that there is, that the industry does qualify for each one of those and anyone that doesn't, you're going to go ahead and eliminate it from that list. The next thing I want you to do is you are going to then identify whether there's enough people in that industry, enough businesses within that industry to help your agency be able to get to where you want to be. So look at what your average annual client volume and, and value is of what you're billing with those clients. And once you have that number, you can then back into how many clients you have to be working with on an annual basis to be able to have an understanding of who and how many people you need to be engaging with. And ideally speaking, your agency is more on an MRR model or a monthly reoccurring revenue model, allowing for you to not have 
project-oriented business. And so those two are going to be quite a bit of a distinction, but my focus for, for this point is going to be on the MRR model. So once you have an understanding of me being in a place where I have, you know, let's call it a $10,000 a month, I only need to be working with nine clients in order to get to seven figures in order for me to be able to grow the business to where I want it to be. So once you have an understanding, I want you to just look at that market and determine whether one to two percent of that market is going to help you be able to get there. And realistically speaking, to get nine clients for that million dollar business in that example that I gave is pretty easy. If you're in a place where that that industry that you defined is going to far surpass that, then you do need to spend some time thinking about whether you need to further define that particular industry as well, because you don't want it to be so broad and so big, like professional services, for example, is such a big, broad, quote unquote, niche that I don't really even think that that it is a niche because there's so many different businesses that fall under that category. And they think differently across those different service verticals of how it is that they're looking to grow, what it is that they're looking to do, what the challenges are that they're facing. So the way that you work with each one of those clients is going to be dramatically different. And we want to try to remove that ambiguity for your potential prospects and soulmate clients, allowing for them to be able to make sure that you're in that place. So then once you have that understanding and you've identified which ones of those are actually growing, are that you're able to have enough of them to build the business that you want from there, then you can now have, and ideally speaking at this point, you have maybe two, three potential industries that you're going to look at from here. And from this point, what I want you to do is actually spend some time looking at what it is exactly that you do. What is your superpower? I don't, I'm not going to spend too much time in this episode talking about identifying your superpower, but this is a really important piece as well. So the two, and as I was mentioning earlier, the two foundational things are niche and your service. So you need to make sure that what it is that you do ultimately is going to be able to help that person and that business be able to accomplish what they're looking to accomplish. What your agency does is actually help businesses grow in whatever it is that that service that you're accomplishing, but you need to make sure that you're able to do that and that you have the experience level and the services that they need in order to be able to grow. So at this point, you should be able to make a determination of what is it, what it is exactly that you do very well and that your agency does very well and has been able to generate time and time again success for your clients. And once you have identified that, ideally speaking, you should be able to then reduce that number of potential industries that you're looking down to one. So at this point, what we really want to do is identify that one particular industry that we are looking for here. And then from here, what we want to do is actually identify that ideal client in a real way. As marketing experts, I'm sure many of you know about, you know, identifying a persona, but that's essentially what we're going to do now is we're going to identify the persona of your ideal client. And what are the common characteristics of that ideal client? Psychographic, demographic, geographic of that particular niche and of that particular ideal client that we're looking for. So I want you to identify the things like, you know, their revenue and the size of their team. What are their personal goals? What, what really makes that individual tick of who it is that you'd be talking to within that business? What is it that they enjoy doing? Why are they in that business in the first place? 
how do they really think? And I want you to get into that ideal customer's mind and have an understanding of who they are really as a person. And they should be. And obviously this is, and you're going to start to get into some aspects of generalizations because, you know, people are not all the same, but there's going to be commonalities within that industry that you're able to identify and make sure that you have that ideal client truly understood. Understand where are they? You know, are they US? Are they European? Are they global? And have an understanding and start to look at even potential limitations of timing for your agency, right? I mean, time zones have an impact in your ability to communicate with your potential clients. So looking at how that would affect your service, your ability to be able to service that client, and how that would actually work and actually start to think about, you know, the reasons why they potentially wouldn't engage with you as well, right? So what are the things that they're thinking about and struggling with that makes them not be able to really make that plunge to want to work with you? What are their biggest fears? What are their biggest problems? And how are you able to help them solve those? Why, why is it that they're not currently meeting their goals right now? And that is going to allow for you to be able to have a better understanding of how to market to them, how to talk to them, how to make sure that they have an understanding of what it is exactly that you can do for them, that you, your agency is the one that's best suited to help them. What are the opportunities that they really have if you're able to eliminate those problems, if you're able to eliminate those challenges that that business is facing? If you're able to do that, what kind of success are they going to have? And then I really want you to think about at this point, what kind of meaning does that actually provide for you too? I know for me, I get so much joy out of seeing agency owners being able to really develop their business and get from a place where they initially start talking to me and they're completely overwhelmed and not able to, you know, take time away from their desk or spend time with their family or do things that they love anymore because they're so incredibly busy all the time. And when I'm able to help them be able to grow their revenue, be able to help them get out of the place that they're in. And being able to have comments that just let, let me know that I've had a real impact on their lives gives me and my life more meaning as well. It makes me happy. And so you want, I want you to think about that as well, is what is your motivation in helping them? And what is it actually going to do for that particular client and that particular industry and that persona that you're building out? How is it that you're going to help that person? How is it that you're going to make a difference to them, to their business, to their goals? So I want you to spend some time actually doing this and, and writing this out. And I know that, you know, there's so many instances where these are things that you do potentially with your clients on a day-to-day -day basis, but you haven't spent the time to do this yourself because you've been so busy, you know, servicing clients and helping their goals be accomplished. But you need to do this for yourself. And I say this on a regular basis that you do essentially need at some points to have your agency be its own client and make sure that you're doing things that allow for you to really be able to grow and manage that and be able to have that very clearly defined of what it is that strategy that you're going to be going about to be able to talk to your soulmate client of who you want to be working with. And then so let's take a little bit of time now and make sure that we have the right niche now, right? So we've identified what those industries are, who you're passionate about. We've identified that that industry is growing. We've written out a persona. And now let's do a gut check against this particular piece and make sure that this is the right one. So the first thing, and as I've already mentioned a little bit ago, that you wanna make sure that you can help them. Do they really need your service? 
Is that a, a predominant challenge that they have in their business growth that they really need to solve? Is that something that they really need and you're really going to be able to help them? I think this is a really important thing as I try to drive home in my own personal experience with my own business as well. And then can they afford you? You know, is it something that they have the financial resources to be able to afford you and why that revenue component is so important and making sure that that's something that is, you know, financially feasible to them. I mean, ultimately, and I, I've heard agencies say, well, it really depends on, you know, how much they're able to grow with us. But realistically speaking, I mean, marketing doesn't change everything overnight, right? And you know that as well as I, and you have to know that they have the financial resources at the onset of working with you, and that they have the time to invest into working with you to allow for those types of results to come to fruition and make sure that you're really able to have some significant impact in working with them. And how is it really going to be significantly helpful? And make sure that your agency and the way that you like to work aligns with their challenges, aligns with their aspirations, aligns with their dream outcome and what it is exactly that they're looking to do. And then ultimately, really ask yourself, why is it that you want to help this industry? Why does it and how does it actually help create meaning for you and for your team? Does it? If it doesn't, it's not going to be something that you're going to want to do for a long time. In an ideal world, you're not creating a business to then shut it down in a short period of time. In order for you to have that motivation on an ongoing basis, it needs to be someone that you really are truly passionate about, that you are really excited about. And a client that I'm currently working with right now, when she first started working with me, she wasn't really sure who it is that she wanted to work with because she was working with everyone. And we spent some time actually going through this process and eventually and it made me really happy to hear is that she then admitted a couple months into us working together that at one point she had felt like she essentially had lost all of her mojo in the business that she wasn't interested anymore after identifying her client after then identifying exactly what she was doing for them and spending some time doing this and actually starting to get back out there and generate leads and start talking to prospects and start working them with them again, that she felt really truly motivated again, being able to have a very clear understanding of what it is she's doing, the impact that she's going to be having, and being able to be excited again about what it is that she's doing. So I think it's really, really important. And so I want to wrap this piece up and this episode up, which is reminding you of the different types of niches and how to think about it. So you have both your service niche, your industry niche. So you've got your service, your industry and geographic niche, and it can be a combination of those. My personal preference is having both industry and service and making sure that they do kind of really work together and that you're really able to diversify, you're really able to differentiate yourself in that, that particular industry. And quite frankly, if you look at your agency right now against competitors or other agencies, do you look the same right now? And I challenge you, if you are not really sure about actually selecting a niche right now, then look at your agency's website right now. Look at your marketing material and look at a couple other agencies. Do you sound the same? In so many instances, I see that you do. And if that is the case, it is a race to the bottom. I challenge you to spend some time, go through this exercise, no commitment necessarily at this point, but spend the time and then at the end, ask yourself if it feels right. I know that this works time and time again, and I've seen it happen and make some significant impact, some massive impact. And I know the most successful agencies are the ones that are able to identify their ideal client, 
who it is that they're working with, have more targeted marketing strategies, and have a service that really does help that particular client. And it really allows for them to have people no longer ghosting them and pushing away from them and competing on price, but allows for them to establish the price, create greater impact, and have greater meaning. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm 